0: Believe in the nowness of God, that God is right here, right now, that Jesus is still moving, still speaking, the Holy Spirit is active today, the gifts are still for today, that God wants to speak to you now as He has always wanted to speak to people, and that we have to have an ear to listen to what the Spirit is saying. And I think that's what I appreciate about Steve Sampson in the years of relationship, is that he moves in that gifting to listen to the voice of God and speak the voice of God into our lives. Uh, And and he is going to begin just with opening the Bible. So I'm going to ask you to get your Bibles out. Inside of your uh, bulletins, there's a place to take notes. I want you to get that out. Because what we're going to receive from the Lord tonight is rich. And it's going to be good. And uh, so I am so excited. I mean, it's kind of like introducing a family member right now. So I I don't know what to say other than, would you welcome Steve Sampson uh, to our pulpit here at Christian Life?
1: my own yeah great to be here great to be with all of you the the uh, this is I just feel so privileged and honored to be a part of this family of God and uh, Pastor Darrell says we our relationship goes back a long ways and I'm just uh, it's my honor um, Yuki and is it Sam Mike you guys just drove in four or five hours today Bless your heart, that's so cool, that's hunger for God, <laughs> hallelujah. I wouldn't come that far to hear me, but, uh, the, the, <clears throat> but I'm just so glad everybody's, we're here, we're present, we welcome the Holy Spirit to, to just tabernacle among us. Um, the uh, scripture I want to use tonight is from 2 Kings 4, and it's about, and I'm, I just want to call this, what do you have that you're not using? And I've heard this, you know, preachers have preached out this text for many years, but uh, uh, it starts out this way. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do? For you the 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 inferences I may not do anything for you Uh, he says tell me what do you have in the house and she said your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil then he said go I like the word go because it's the first two letters of God's name Go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels, do not gather just a few. When you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour into those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him, shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. I love this scripture because there's such a powerful truth here. But so many times we're crying out to God and saying, God, deliver me, God. And a lot of people have this victim mentality, God, you better do something. But it's interesting how she cries out to God. Her husband had served the Lord. Her husband was a minister. She'd, and, you know, she was in dire straits. Her, uh, her husband had served, faithfully served God, and, and now she's in financial trouble, and her two sons have been taken to be slaves to pay off debt. And so she's, she's in desperate straits. You're expecting the prophet to say, bless your heart, I'm going to pray for you. We're going to get the 700 Club in here or something. You know, this kind of thing. But instead, he says, "Tell me, what do you have in the house?" And her emphasis is just like all of us. I have nothing. <laughs> I'm just a sinner saved by grace, you know. You know how many have heard that one a million times. I have nothing except a jar of oil. I have nothing, just the creator of the universe inside me. Other than that, I don't have a thing. If you get my drift. But it's interesting how he points her to the oil. He says, "Go." You, you acknowledge that you have oil in your life. Now go out and gather vessels, and don't gather just a few. In other words, don't think small. Get a little crazy. Get a little radical. Don't think in a small sense. Go gather vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors. And when you've come in, he said, shut the door. How many know it's important to shut the door? Because every time you're determining to obey God, how many know there's going to be somebody the enemy sends to talk you out of it? <laughs> I'm going to pray. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to put more time in prayer. Believe me, if your phone never rang, it'll ring. Uh, if, if, and, and the distractions will come to stop you. Or if you say, I'm going to stand for my healing, you're going to have people come to you and say, my uncle had that and he died. You know, There's always going to be this input. And so she says, go in and shut the door. Don't tell anybody you're obeying God. Just obey God. And, and, and with all these empty vessels, begin to pour. Take the oil that you have and begin to pour. It's interesting, and then she says an interesting, he said an interesting statement. He said, set aside the full ones. When you're full, you're in danger of being set aside. The enemy of the church, the greatest enemy of the church is complacency. It's, it's being full. It's being self-satisfied. You ever been in a real good restaurant, and what happens? The waiter, he, he's watching your table, and he's watching your water glass, You know what's going to bring him to your table? When the glass is empty. If your glass is full, if your glass is satisfied, he's going to stay away. What brings God to you is is that desperation. Set aside the full ones. They begin to pour and pour until finally her son said, there's no more vessels. And it says, then the oil ceased. What stops God from moving when we don't have a vision to pour out? It just stops everything. God is willing, but, but it's, it's that part of us that says, you know, I'm not interested in pouring anymore. And one thing I've noticed about pouring, this is such a simple principle, but we have to be conscious of the Holy Spirit that's in us. We have to, we have to be. And I've said this many times, God is, does not have confidence in you, but he has amazing confidence in the Holy Spirit that's in you. I'll never forget when I was Pastor I was 27 years old and it's amazing how fast 10 years goes by but but uh, the the uh, I woke up one morning and I heard this sentence just as clear across my spirit and the, the sentence was Those looking to heaven are missing it. I'll never forget hearing that And then I laid there a couple of minutes and then he said I'm looking for those who have the living water flowing through them and so it's interesting again the prophet doesn't come and say I'm gonna meet your needs I'm gonna just provide he says what do you have in other words what's in your life that you're not using and and pastor made reference tonight to the that Jesus asleep on the boat you know and and I thought he was going to preach this but um, but but it, it intrigued me that because I always ask God God if I'm here and you confirm it and then he's opens his mouth and starts talking about it. but but in Matthew 8 it said that Jesus uh, had told the disciples, let's go to the other side. And they get, uh, they get in the boat. And of course, he doesn't tell them they may be killed. He just says, we're going to the other side. They get in the boat. <clears throat> they hit a terrible storm. So, the storm is so violent, the disciples think they're going to die. And they've got to find Jesus. Well, where is he? He's in the bottom of the boat, asleep on a pillow. And they woke him up. Have you ever woke somebody up that's in a deep sleep? And that's what happened to him. He's kind of of ticked off. In Matthew 8, it says, why are you so timid? Why would you wake me up? You could have taken care of this. Then he got up and he rebuked the storm. And the storm ceased. But it's interesting where they were heading. They were heading across the Sea of Galilee to the tomb, the area of the Gadarenes. It's interesting. The tribe of Gad, that's where the Gadarenes are, the tribe of Gad, was one of the tribes, there was a tribe of Gad, the tribe of Manasseh, and one other, that they had an agreement with Moses, we're not going to go into the promised land, we're going to live here, we're going to settle here. And I think Jesus had some kind of issue there, we're going to go to the tribe of Gad. And they get over there, and they meet this man who's demon-possessed. You know what that makes me think? There's a reason there was a storm, because there was a man getting ready to be set free. In other words, I'm saying, the devil's not happy for you. Yes, when you begin to obey God, you're going to get some opposition. But how many know that storm... And this is, you've heard me say this many times, but God does not respond to storms. He sleeps through storms. I believe if they hadn't found Jesus in the bottom of the boat and woke him up... He, the boat would have sank, he would have floated to the top and walked home. That's what I believe. But I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I believe in all of our lives, he sleeps through your circumstance. He'll sleep through your storm. He'll sleep through the, the issue is until something in you says, I'm going to find him and I'm going to stir him up. I'm going to stir up the Holy Spirit in me, because I want to tell you something about the Holy Spirit. He's in your life, but He'll go dormant. You'll, you'll feel like He's not there, but we stir Him up with praise. And many times, that's what we have to use the oil for. We have to take the oil that's in us and say, I'm going to exalt the Lord. You know, this, this, this week, this uh, month is an emphasis on Thanksgiving. Sometimes you have to say, there's oil in me, and I'm going to use the oil. If nothing else, I'm just going to start thanking God. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to exalt the Lord. And I've watched people in worship services. Sometimes the worship, just like tonight, to me was was just tremendous. And sometimes I'll glance around, and people are sitting there. They don't even open their mouth. They sit there like a toad in a hailstorm, you know. Nothing coming out. And I want to say, use the Holy Spirit that's in you. If nothing else, just sing the song. Anyway, let the Holy Spirit flow through you. He's available, and he, he wants us to, you know, express ourselves and... In, in, uh, Use that oil to exalt the Lord, Hallelujah. So this widow was in a rut, but the prophet released her. Uh, I like James one: Be you doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving the pastor and his entire staff. What does it say? (laughs) Be be what? Be you doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. So many times we love God. We're walking around, but we're not using the oil that's in us. I, the other uh, few weeks ago, or I guess it was several months ago, I, I ran into this guy that uh, I, I, in Birmingham, Alabama. He and I, when I first moved to Birmingham, he lived there, and he had a wonderful music ministry. And The odd thing about our relationship was that his boy was five years old, my boy was five years old, and they were just buddies. They were just buddies, buddies, buddies. And I ran into this man... This past year, which was probably almost 30 years had gone by. And I saw him. I couldn't believe it. I hadn't seen him for so long. You know, he looked a little older and I didn't and all that. But, but uh, I was talking to him. And I said, how's your son? How's your son doing? Because they were such close friends. And he said, oh, man, my, my son is, you know, doing great. He's graduated from here. He's, he has this ministry. He has that ministry. He's won three Nobel Peace Prizes. And, and he, you know, he goes on and on about his son. But you know what that struck me so strange he never asked me one word about my son and and I want to say you're a mature Christian you travel the world you have an amazing ministry and yet you're still so self-centered you can't even be courteous enough to say how about your son and there's a lot of people that way even though we love God we've been Christians a long time there's a self-centeredness about us that God says you better start using the oil that's in your life what are you doing with the oil Many times it's making a phone call. Many times it's, it's just asking questions for someone. Just, just getting your mind off yourself and saying, I'm going to use this oil to just, if nothing else, I'm going to make a phone call to someone. I'm going to send a card to someone. I'm going to send a little money to someone. I'm going to do something, but I want to use the oil that's in me. Hallelujah. So, anyway, many of us, I think like Peter, are bound with what I call unworthiness I believe God's getting ready to use all of us in greater ways than we've ever seen uh, I was in Cheyenne Wyoming at the what is the ministerial thing you're a part of it's called the full gospel fellowship but they asked me to speak at the regional in Cheyenne and so I'm going along one night and preaching you know and it was real good like tonight and and I, I'm just preaching along but I, I was I was talking about the Holy Spirit how the Holy Spirit moves how the Holy Spirit does this and all of a sudden there's this girl way in the back and she's probably 25 30 years old but she just stands up. And I, th- I keep seeing her and knows she's standing up finally I says may I help you? And out of her mouth came these words, is there any way that I could receive the Holy Spirit right now instead of waiting till the end of the service? You talk about ruining your sermon, but, but I, I said, absolutely. And man, I just closed my Bible and we out of time, but that hunger. But I love the hunger, and I believe God, is, I've seen more hunger the last several months than I've ever seen in my life. I think God's getting ready to use us in greater ways, but a lot of it is just the simplicity of, i got to take this oil that's in me, I'm, I, and, and our emphasis is always on nothing, I just have nothing. No, what do you have in the house? I have a jar of oil, and he says, well, go gather vessels. Start doing something and many of us are so bound with what I call unworthiness you know when Jesus uh, preached out of Peter's boat and then he said let down your nets for a catch and Peter said well you know how we all you know he said we've been out here all night and caught nothing you know you've heard that a million times but it said nevertheless at your word all let down the net and it said they 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 dropped that net and so many fish got in the net that they had to call the Catholic brothers in the other boat to come and help them. And it said both boats, both boats begin to sink. And you know what Peter said? He didn't say, hallelujah, this is a miracle. He didn't say, this is awesome, glory to God. He says, get out of here, I'm a sinful man. Isn't it amazing how we've been Christians a long time, and yet we still feel like we still we still feel unworthy but i want to tell you something you are worthy you just didn't have anything to do with it you are righteous you just didn't get there on your own but there's times when we have to come and we have to shake it off and say listen uh, it doesn't matter how i feel it doesn't matter how i have any we're all we're all familiar with our flaws it's irrelevant because this gospel is not about us it's about the oil that's in us it's about the treasure that's in us i I found this little thing in a magazine I'm gonna just run a test on you guys real quick if you don't mind you have to get <clears> hundred percent <throat> so just kind of keep in mind if you're passing or not if you can start the day without caffeine there when about two-thirds of you failed <laughs> if you can always be cheerful ignoring aches and pains if you can resist complaining and boring people with your problems, if you can eat the same food every day and be grateful for it, if you can understand when your loved ones are too busy to give you any time, if you can overlook it when those who love you take it out on you through no fault of your own. Anybody passing, by the way? (laughs) If you can take, if you can resist treating a rich friend better than a poor friend, if you can face the world without lies and deceit, if you can conquer tension without medical help, I lost a bunch more of you, if you can relax without liquor, there went the rest of you, (laughs) if you can sleep without the aid of drugs, is anybody passing? Okay, it gets real hard. If you can honestly say that deep in your heart, you have no prejudice against creed, color, religion, gender preference, or politics, did anybody pass? If you did pass, congratulations, you have reached the same level of development as your dog. So in other words, I bring that out to say this, most of us are still trying to get God's approval and you already have it. And even if you did everything right, you've only got to the same level as your dog anyway. So this gospel doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with our performance, but religion says you gotta do more, you gotta try harder. No, you have to just say God, I acknowledge you put the treasure in me. You have called me, you have done it, you have declared me righteous, you have declared me your child, you have declared me your son, you have declared me your daughter, and I'm going to acknowledge that I have the oil in me. And it's interesting, the prophet almost rebukes her. Tell me, what do you have in the house? Because all of us can say, I have plenty that I'm not using. And we can learn to say, God, I'm just more and more, I'm just looking for chances. Where can I pour the oil? Who can I call? What can I say? How can I encourage someone? You know, that kind of thing. And anyway, it's such a simple truth, but we... There's plenty of opportunities, believe me, that there's people around us that have needs. Uh, And again, I remember one time when I was pastoring a church and I was was driving down to the church one day. And I got in my little car and I turned on the radio. And I heard just as distinctly the Holy Spirit said, shut it off. And I explained to the Lord that it was Christian radio. And, uh, (laughs) but you know what? This is what I heard him say. I'm tired of you letting someone else do your worship for you. In other words, there's nothing wrong with Christian radio. There's nothing wrong with CDs. But many times we should be using that time. I just want to pour some oil on God. I want to use this opportunity as I'm driving along, not to have somebody else, not to have somebody else be singing to me, but I need some singing coming out of me, out of my own innermost being. Shall flow rivers of living water. And then I'm thinking, then just I'll just wind it up with this. Think about Cornelius. This is Acts chapter 10. It says there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment. He was Italian. Forget that. A devout man. One who feared God with all his household, who gave, notice what, who gave alms generously to the people, prayed to God always. So this man's not a Jew, he's, a, he's an outsider, he's not a believer, but he knows there's a God, and so every day he's giving generously to people, he's, he's fearing God with all his household, he's praying all the time. About the ninth hour of the day he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming and saying to him, Cornelius... When he observed him, he was afraid and he said, what is it, Lord? He said, your prayers and your alms have come up for memorial before God. And then, then the story goes on how God used Cornelius to open the door for the Gentiles. You know, Peter was up on the roof and on the other roof where God sent him and he's in a blood sugar trance and all that stuff. But anyway, God, that's when they, the Lord had that sheet lowered and he says, I want anything unclean and the whole story. But it all started with Cornelius, who was just crazy enough to just start doing things. In his own ignorance of the gospel, in his own ignorance of God, he thought, well, one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to pray like a crazy person, I'm going to be generous with everybody I see, and, and so forth. And I just think it's awesome. Hallelujah. Um, interesting scripture, and I'll stop. I, I said I was going to stop, but I lied. Uh, the, uh, 1 Corinthians 13... 11, how many have read it? When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Notice the two whens. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I thought as a child. I understood as a child. Second when, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. You ever heard of a runner getting a second wind we can get our second wind <laughs> meant more to me than you but but I, I just think there's a time you say okay my life's not about me anymore my life's about everyone who's crossing my path Jesus Christ did not baptize me in the Holy Spirit for me he he baptized me in the Holy Spirit for everyone who's gonna cross my path hallelujah glory to God glory to God God is showing you, what is your name? Caroline. God is showing you, and he's going to show you the way. He's going to, he's going to give you guidance. He's going to give you uh, understanding. He has already gone before you. And I just see, I see you're a very loyal person. And as you uh, just focus, the Lord is going to so light your path And so much of what you have been through is going to make sense. And God, I can literally see God removing obstacles in your path. And in a very short time, you're going to be so further down the road than you ever thought you'd be. Because God is orchestrating things in your life. So you be encouraged. Because God is not only in you, he's with you. And he is committed to guide your life. Hallelujah. 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 Man, that is so real to me. It just, it just real, 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 real. Hallelujah. You know, that same meeting we were at in Cheyenne one night, there's uh, you're awful quiet tonight, by the way. I think what I do is imitate, intimidate you. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't know. I just, I come into a meeting and I say, God, do something I've never seen you do. You know, let, let's let welcome God to manifest himself, you know. You say, well, what if nothing happens? It doesn't matter. Nothing's happening in most churches anyway. It doesn't matter. It just, it just it, you just step out. But this night, there was this little word of knowledge, and I thought, this is, I'm making this up, but it was simply, there's someone here that doesn't have a sense of smell. And I'm thinking, God, don't do this to me. And uh, And so... I'm, then I'm thinking. I'm so thankful I have a round trip ticket. And uh, so I said, "Who is it here that doesn't have a sense of smell?" And this lady, a pastor's wife from Salem, Oregon, you probably know. She raised her hand. And she said, "I have not smelled anything for 66 years." She said, "When I was four years old." She said, "I'm 70. When I was four years old, some kind of carbon monoxide thing it was in our house." And she said, "I have had no sense of smell." So we prayed for it, and we just stood there a minute and prayed and. She didn't, I said, do you feel it, smell it? Well, somebody had perfume, you smell it? No. Well, let's pray again. We prayed another 12 seconds and stuck the perfume up to her nose and she said, tears start flowing. She said, I can smell it. She came back the next night and she said, I've smelled coffee today for the first time in 66 years. (laughs) She said, I've smelled, I smelled toast. I smelled some brownies. My husband desperately needs a bath. You know, and and, and just but it just it was just so it was just so beautiful. But but I just want to say to all of you, and I mean this woman, it was just awesome. And but I just want to say, I think God just wants to use us more and God wants to do more. And and we've geared ourselves to expect nothing. And I'm saying there's oil in us. And if you wait till you feel something, you may be at the end of your life. In other words, we have to just start doing something and trust, trust the Holy Spirit. He's in your boat. He's just on a pillow on the bottom. Wake him up. <laughs> Wake him up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So I just felt tonight we're supposed to... I, I don't know, there's a lot of people here, but I felt like we're supposed to pray about arthritis. And somebody has a... Uh, you've broken your back. Uh, when we first started singing tonight... I just saw it so clear, somebody, you, you, you fractured your back, and there's such healing here tonight to make your back whole. Um, I'm not sure who I'm talking to, but it's like, it, it strikes me as the bones are brittle or something, and you've just, your back's just cracked, broke somehow. Does that, does that fit somebody? Does that ring a bell with you at all back here? Are we just going to, we're just going to pray with you? And besides our sister, anybody else, does it fit? Because... If you'll just stand where you are, and we're, we're just going to pray. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to pray with you. Because God's going to take care of you. He, he doesn't lie. And that's one thing I've learned about the Holy Spirit. He doesn't lie. What is, what is your name? Evelyn. So let's all just stretch your hook toward Evelyn. God, we just agree. We just agree for this amazing healing going on right now. That Evelyn's back is healed. That she's walking out of here with a gift of healing a gift of wholeness, you're you're doing something in that back that medical science can't do, but you're doing it in Jesus' name. And I feel like you had had trouble sleeping too. Is that true, Evelyn? Yes, that's true. So God, we just trust you, Holy Spirit, to give Evelyn the gift of sleep, the gift of peace, the gift of rest, let her sleep through the night, and um, there's an unusual financial blessing also coming your way, and it's going to I just see the Lord taking care of a whole bunch of needs, not just financial needs, but a whole bunch of things in your life. So just embrace it and get ready. And I want to tell you, anybody else that's saying, boy, this fits me, just grab what God is doing. Because I've learned one thing about God. He's willing. (laughs) He is willing. And you've heard me say it before, but I want to tell you something. When the Lord gives a word of prophecy, he thinks he's right. And it will come to pass. And, you know, we're just human beings, we misinterpret sometimes, but it's, it's the mind of the Lord, it's, it's His will to encourage. Um, I feel like there's three specific people we need to pray with real quick, but you have, uh, it seems like you have perpetual headaches, um, but it just seemed like there's three of you that really deal with them a lot, so where, where are you at? Right here is one, just stand up here with me, and my sister here, yeah, come here. Seems like there's one more. Where's the other person? Yeah, brother, come on up here. We'll just pray with you. And the Holy Spirit doesn't lie, but the fact that He said it, it's impossible to get out of it. Yeah. What's your name? Chris. Chris. And what's your name? Jill. Jill. How long have you had headaches? Um, since a car accident. Since a car accident, which was how long ago? 99. Ninety-one. So you've had them every day, or? No, intermittent. But a lot of. I, you have chronic pain all over. Well, God's going to take care of that. Aren't you glad you came tonight? Hallelujah. How about you? How long? I've had a more phenomenal recently than every day. Every day more recently. Your name is? Ray. Ray. It's so exciting to me because I wouldn't have to pray. God's already said he's going to do it, but it makes me look better. But the deal is, I want to tell you, it's impossible for these three not to be healed because the word came forth, the words. Spoken. So we agree with you. We agree that these things are are gone once and for all and that they're no more. No more, no more, no more. Lord, we thank you. And there's some chains broken. There's some, you're coming into a new level of expectation, anticipation. And I want to tell you something, and I feel this so specific about nothing's impossible with God. Nothing's impossible. So you just, you, you just, just get a big appetite because God's getting ready to just show himself strong in you. I can see this like this river overflowing the banks. Hallelujah. And we pray for Jill. Let's just all agree with Jill that not only these headaches are gone, but that these, this chronic pain she has in her body goes once and for all. So, Lord, we thank you tonight for healing Jill. We thank you that not only are the headaches healed, we thank you, Lord, that her body's healed of everything that would come in any form to bring pain we speak to every nerve ending we speak to her joints we speak to her back her spine her her hip joints her knee joints her elbow joints her shoulder joints her her neck we speak to it all that healing just flows in Jesus name thank you Lord you know what I hear I hear the Lord saying you're in for a wild ride not a bad ride (laughs) it's a good ride it's going to be better than you think and you hold on you fasten your seatbelt Because God's getting ready to take you on an adventure. And he's putting a new taste in your mouth. And you're going to literally forget some of the bad memories. You've been through a lot of bad memories. You're going to forget them all. Because God is rising with healing in his wings. And that's just a little thing. He's going to do so much more. Praise God. Lord, we pray for Ray. We just agree with Ray that his headaches are gone for good. Lord, that he is free, free, free. I want to tell you, Ray, your future is secure. I see you snug as a bug in a rug. You're just in a place where God has you protected. God has you in a place of safety. And nothing's going to tamper with your future finances or anything else. Your future is bright. Your future is secure. And you are hidden under God's wing. Hallelujah. And these headaches are gone. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. That is just wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I want to pray for... David and Joan, just for a second, because I feel like I'm on a pop if I don't pray, but I just feel this, all evening I see this, I see this slow rain coming in your life. just this slow, steady rain of the Holy Spirit, and I just feel both of you, every day, you're just to say, and don't you dare to take it more than a day at a time, but I just see every day saying, Holy Spirit, we just welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you. And, and just to have that a whole, I feel like you could write it on your mirrors, you could write it on the wall of the house. God, we welcome you. And I want to tell you, just let, and what God wants to do is he just wants to soak in your lives. A lot of things are going to happen fast, but other things are going to be more gradual. But it's a steady reigning of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Lord, and I want to tell you what I see, every one of these children are going to make a mark. They're going to make a mark in life. Their lives are going to hit a place that is going to be a significant. I see it on each, every one of these children, that there's significance. And what I hear the Lord saying about your lives in general, I hear him saying he's going to make up time. Now that's from God. And many times we've been through stuff and we feel like we've lost you know, sometimes, I don't know, in my own life, I thought I, I lost a year there, I lost five years there, but I hear the Lord saying, he's going to make up time. It's going to be like nothing was lost. Now, this is the word of the Lord. It's going to be like nothing was lost. Nothing was lost because God is going to make up time. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Um, I feel like you've been through such a hard place. What is, what is your first name? Teresa. Teresa. Lord, we thank you for Teresa tonight, and we just thank you. I just see the Lord like with a big rubber band. He just like <laughs> releasing you, like catapulting you, like launching you forward. And he's getting you not only into a back in the race, but you're gonna run with him. It's like you're launched. You can mark tonight. God just launched me one night at church. Some crazy person was there. And God launched me. You, you are being launched into freedom in Jesus' name. Yes. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for Brad, and we bless his life tonight and Carolyn's life and these children's lives. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord, for the presence of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. I hear that scripture, and it's so clear. We know it's in the Word, but it's coming by the Spirit right now. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he's going to direct your paths. That scripture is just like it's being dropped out of heaven right now. And you guys acknowledge God, and you've seen him do a lot, but he, he's not, you're, you're just like at the halfway point. God's got so much more. He's going to restore, and there's no bad news coming. There's no disappointments coming. You are in the mending, healing Process, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Who? Uh, there's somebody pretty close to me that I, I, I just feel, and you know, it's hard to hear from God. It, we all struggle. It's really hard with everybody staring at you. But, uh, but uh, I feel like somebody's close to me that you've had so many health problems uh, that I'm supposed to pray for. I feel like you're real close to me, though. Uh, just so many health issues. Where yet? Is that you? You just got delivered from, healed and delivered from lupus, so well, praise God. What is your name? Laura. Well, Lord, we thank you for what you've done for Laura. We thank you, Lord, for how you've delivered her, and her testimony is that she's seen your goodness. Lord, we declare that is sealed, that no lupus, anything like that, will ever come back, and we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. You know, whatever was any parents or anyone had, that's not going to be able to stick to you. There's nothing hereditary coming down that's going to be able to touch you. That's what I see. So, Lord, we thank you for Laura. We thank you, God, for... uh, Psalm 31 says he put me in a broad place, a wide place, and I just see that. God has enlarged my steps under me. There's an enlargement in your life. You're going to see a greater picture. God's going to enlarge the way he uses you and the way he demonstrates himself in you and through you. And I just see you preparing your heart just every day, yeah, just saying, God, I realize you're preparing me for something more, and just, because there's going to come direction, God saying, this is what I want you to do, and this is what I have planned for the rest of your life, and you're not going to miss it. Praise God, you're not. You know, sure. You, and yeah. Isaiah 54:17. No, 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 no weapon of sickness. No weapon formed against you No weapon of sickness will against me shall right. prosper, and I live on that every day. Yeah, God, absolutely. I think I don't know if you could all hear that, but that scripture God gave her is that Isaiah fifty four seventeen, no weapon formed against her will prosper. She lives on that and that's so cool. Uh huh. Right uh-huh. here. Fifty three, four, and five. Yeah. Promises there are Jesus bore our sickness. So when Satan comes against yeah.
0: me to try to tell me that I'm sick. right, then I can remind him mm-hmm. that I'm on the other page. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so she's quoting Isaiah 53, 4, and 5 about where he bore our sicknesses and our sorrows, and she's had to stand on that, saying, you know, the devil's a liar. How I many know that's where we all need to get more aggressive, you know, because the devil wants to come in and, say, you know, say, well, this isn't that have, you know, a, a friend of mine says, every lie unchallenged becomes a truth <laughs> that you live by. I love that. So you, you've been healed of lupus, and got, but you're having to stand on the word and say, if anything tries to come back... That's your weapon, absolutely, hallelujah, Amen. glory to God. We thank God that he just sealed that and strengthened you, and yeah. thank you, Jesus. Uh, yeah, back there, you have your hand up way back there, brother? Yeah, come up here, because I don't want to have to go that far, we'll just, we'll pray with you. Um, I feel like somebody had some surgery a while back, probably this year, that it didn't go well. Um, it's almost like you're not any better off than before you had the surgery. Does that, does that fit someone? Or maybe you're worse, I don't know. What are we praying for you about? I'm diabetic. You're diabetic. Oh, you want prayer, okay. Well, we will pray. What's your name? Andy. Andy. And what about you, brother? You started to, the black shirt, you started to raise your hand. Oh, I was waving to a friend. You are waving to a friend. <laughs> 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 okay, well I do that. Okay. Waving to a friend, I thought he was... I thought he was being spiritual. Okay, Um, Andy, right? Let's all pray. Lord, we agree with Andy. We just agree for the virtue of Jesus Christ to flow. God, that his body will be harmonized. Lord, you'll cause that pancreas to work the blood sugar uh, level to be normal. God, that you will surprise him and amaze him with what you do in his life. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it. There's someone here tonight, I feel like you've had, you really need healing, you desperately need healing, but it's like your birthday's on the fifth day of the month, I don't even know which month, but it seems like your birthday's on the fifth, and I just feel like you're the person here I'm supposed to pray for, does that fit one of you? My my birthday was in October, by the way. It was in October, well good, (laughs) we'll take it. I I just turned 42 years old now. Good, just turned 42, hallelujah, well. What a coincidence, me too. Uh, but uh, the. the uh, but you yeah. know what? I'm still diabetic. That, that doesn't help. No, we just prayed for God to heal you of diabetes. And so just uh, like I'm, I'm on pills right now. Yeah, well, we're just asking God to just do something so amazing that when you see the doctor next time, he'll say, boy, you don't need those anymore. Hallelujah. And don't stop at Dunkin' Donut on your way home, okay? No, I won't. All right, okay, ready. good. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. God bless you. So who's the person that seemed like your birthday's on the fifth of a, of a month, but you really need healing? Pardon? <laughs> November fifth. So what do you need healing about? Blood. Your blood. What's your name? Susan. Lord, we agree with Susan, and we agree with the Holy Spirit. We agree that that the virtue of Jesus Christ flows through her being right now touching her blood, touching her blood to make it whole, that everything in her body will respond, that there will be a perfect balance, a perfect balance. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. I see like three specific breakthroughs coming in your life. Um, then, And do you have a son? Who's there That I don't know. I believe for the fruit of the womb. Too, so. Oh, you're believing for the fruit of the womb. Well, why? <laughs> Well, we'll just agree with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, let her have a son and let it be Steve. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Amen. <laughs> amen. God, amen.
0: Thank
1: you. Amen. Well, you know, God's big. You know, we have to realize that. And I don't I the pastor said something like that tonight. But we got to just stop thinking so small. You know, the woman gather vessels and don't just gather a few. How many agree with me? We got to get radical. We have God's willing. God's done what he's going to do, but we can get more aggressive. We can say, well, God, how about it, you know? So uh, I know there's probably a number of people, but I felt very strong in the beginning of the meeting where to pray about arthritis. And, so, and believe me, this will work. We're not just doing some little exercise here. This will work. Um, if you struggle with arthritis, would you just stand? If you struggle with arthritis, because God will do the healing. He will do it right now, not later. So God, we just agree, any person, doesn't matter, we just agree, we agree with you, we agree with you. Why don't you find somebody around you and just put your hook on them and Lord God, we agree, we agree for the virtue of Jesus Christ is flowing. Lord, you spoke tonight that you're healing arthritis and we just agree in Jesus' name that this takes place right now. We thank you for it, God. We praise you, God. We thank you, thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Lord, we just acknowledge you that every person standing is going to have a result in their body where the pain goes, the stiffness goes, and we give you the praise and glory, O God. We give you the praise and the glory, O God. Jesus' name. Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen. You can just have a seat here. We just wait on God. Could we just, we just kind of lift our hands to the Lord. Let's just say it together. Holy Spirit, I welcome you to do more in my life, to manifest your glory, your presence. I choose to use the oil you've placed in me. I'm going to let it flow, I'm going to look for opportunities, for the oil in me, to reach out to others, amen, 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 I thank you Lord, I thank you Lord. I feel like there's, I think there's six people that you, uh, we pray for Evelyn about your sleep, but I feel like there's six others that you have trouble sleeping uh, through the night, so why don't we just pray for you. Would you raise your hand if you have a lot of trouble sleeping? Probably a lot more than sleep. Well, why don't you stand up? There may be 10 or 12 of you. I don't know, but let's just pray. God, we pray and we agree. We agree in Jesus' name. We agree for the gift of sleep. God, we agree for that virtue of Jesus Christ. Let's just pray. with. Let's mean it. Let's believe it. God, we thank you that each, each one of these standing, you're doing a work. You're doing amazing work in their bodies that they will sleep, deep sleep, Sleep through the night without interruption. Satisfying sleep. We rebuke the insomnia. We rebuke the interruption. And we put the blood of Jesus against anything that robs sleep. We thank you, Lord, for it. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And, Lord, I just thank you for my sister Yuki tonight. And, her. Lord, we just thank you to honor her, her fire and her fervency and her passion and desire, O oh God. And, Lord, we thank you. I hear this so clearly, Luke, that God is making a way where there seems to be no way. And what you've thought is a demotion is going to turn into a promotion. And God is going to advance you. Right now, things that looks like you're having to walk by faith and not by sight. it feels like you're just totally blind to what's going on. You're by faith. You feel like you're blind. But God is a rewarder. And he is going to satisfy you with heart's desire, and he's going to make some of the hard stuff you've been through, it's going to be like it never happened, and he is not limited, and he's going to make a way, and he's going to give you favor, and there's going to be some people in your life that God's going to use, and you're going to have favor with, and they're going to open doors for you, but it's going to be not a demotion, it's going to be a promotion, says the Holy Spirit. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Lord, for it. Is God good or not? Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Oh man, did we get the person prayed for about your uh, your uh, operation that didn't go well? Seem like we're supposed to pray for someone that way. Okay, uh, just don't want to miss it. But, but let me just say this. Before Pastor comes back. I just feel that this message is so important because a lot of us are living way, way below what God wants to do. And you know what I've learned? It's really not up to God. It's up to us. Again, the storm did not wake up Jesus. The disciples woke him up. They ticked him off a little bit, but they did wake him up. And we have to get that's just the message just in we gotta get more aggressive. We've got to get more aggressive in our prayer, in our worship, in our passion, in our faith. We have to do that because we're, we're settling. And it's not, you know, in Mark 6 when the disciples were on, on the boat, it says that Jesus came walking on the water and it said he would have passed them by. But it said they cried out. And you know what? If you don't cry out, he'll pass you by. And that's what I'm saying tonight about passion. There has to be passion. God's going to do some things back to you for what you've done for him. That just hit me? Praise God. So, Lord, we thank you for Jody. We thank you, Lord, that you're going to honor the vision. <laughs> Get ready. You know what I see? It's kind of I see like God backing his truck up, and he's going to fill you. And he's going to add to you specifically, because you've poured into his kingdom, and he he saw it, and he's going to bless you. And it's too late to get out of it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. And there's such a new, your first name is? Michael. Michael. There's such a new, uh, I see there's such a sense of direction on you. I see you like on roller skates. Things are going to be smoother and there's a swiftness and a agility and a furthering of God's purpose in you and a purpose in advancing his kingdom and what you touch will be blessed and the the, the, the anointing on you Michael is going to increase and the vision is going to expand and just again you're going to feel you're, like you're on roller skates god is just doing more there's more happening there's more results and you're trusting the lord more but i want to tell you there's strategies being lord from heaven that you're going to you're, you're get more results from God. This man's a true trooper, hallelujah, servant. I don't know anything about you, Michael, but I want to tell you, just, it's been good, but it's gonna be, there's much more to come, hallelujah. And it's almost like God loves you, hallelujah. Just thank God, thank God. So, do you appreciate the Lord? Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but, you know, it's fun to get prayed for and stuff, but if you'll hear the word, I think it's a life changing truth here. And we had to make it real brief, but it's, I think we got the message. There's oil in us. Amen. What do you have that you're not using? The pastor's going to come, and don't forget, tomorrow's 9 30, and tomorrow night we're going to have a prophetic. Uh, Type service at 6 o'clock. Hallelujah.
0: So rich and good. And I always think of the that story with the, the oil is that God said he would do a miracle. She determined the size of the miracle. though. The size wasn't up to God. It was up to her. Had she gathered more pots, the oil would have kept flowing. Had she gathered less, it would have stopped. It was up to her. It's up to you. When God speaks, he speaks. I just encourage you to have that faith, have that expectancy. Believe the word of the Lord. And uh, we're going um, to have service tomorrow, but we're also going to have a, a kind of a prophetic service uh, that's just extended, just kind of wide open to what God wants to do tomorrow night at 6 p.m., and I encourage you to be a part of that as well. But I'm gonna, we're just going to give now uh, to the ministry of Steve Sampson. When we, when we ask him to come, there's, there's nothing there, and there's nobody that pays his salary. He just comes, and what you give is what Steve lives on. And so I just encourage you to be generous, and that this offering that you give right now, everything you give goes to Steve. And um, so bless him. Anytime you sow into prophetic ministry, I believe that God honors that. And so I'm just going to encourage you to give. Uh, generously tonight. And, uh, and again, allow uh, God to use you to meet uh, Steve's needs. And um, as you prepare that, I do want to invite you back tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. And that's where we kind of have an unscripted. These are services, and you're welcome to be a part of church anytime we meet, every Saturday night at 6 p.m., every Sunday morning at 9.30. But tomorrow night at 6 p.m. is a special service. We're just going to worship the Lord, let God move as He wants to. No time limits. It's just as God leads, and when, when God's done, we're done. And uh, so uh, there is children's ministry. It's a good time, but that's going to be tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Guys, come on forward, and uh, we've been prayed for. Let's pray for Steve. Would you stretch forth your hand towards Steve? Lord, we believe, God, that you have sent Steve this way for these days, for this is an appointed time that you have in our life. God, I pray that the word of the Lord that he preached tonight, that it was spoken tonight, would become alive in our hearts. We pray for courage, we pray for strength, we pray for help, we pray for the anointing God to be strong on Steve. Lord, we just thank you for him, and we pray that you bless him even beyond what he's blessed us. And uh, thank you, God, for doing that. We give now to you in Jesus' name, amen.